Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the good, the bad, the ugly of real estate, where we talk about my two favorite things, wine and real estate. <laughs> I'm Rebecca Yusan, and I am passionate about helping real estate agents figure out how they should generate leads best for them. So in this series that I'm doing right now, I'm talking to all of my besties and all of the top agents around the country, and we're figuring out what their personality is and what they did with that personality to help them generate leads and a super successful business, okay? So listen, we all think... A lot of times when people get started in this business, they think there's one way to generate leads and have success, but that is total hogwash. So a lot of agents will spend a lot of money throwing money and time at things that work for some, but just don't work for them. So we are hoping in this series, we can help you get ideas for you and your personality that work and they don't waste your time and money. So with that, I have to introduce to you one of probably one of my newest besties out of Ohio, Brian Guerra. Brian, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So glad to be here. And I'm so excited to talk about this. Yay. This is so much fun. So this is going to sound weird to some people. But Brian and I met while we were networking in a hot tub. In Cabo, right? It was Cabo, right? Yeah, it was probably 20 of us in there and something we were saying just meshed. And I think we were talking with a group of three or four of us for probably an hour or two that day. It was crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was so much fun because at, well, Brian is with EXP Realty. And at the time he was not, he was actually getting to know people and getting to know what EXP is all about. But I mean, I would like to think that after party is what brought him on because he realized that the EXP agents are the best at collaborating and working together. I think that's what ultimately brought him over. What do you think? Oh, my gosh. Heck, yeah. I mean, at the time, I was working towards getting my real estate license in California and knowing that EXP offered the ability to only pay one cap while being licensed in two states. It was that and the people, it was just a no-brainer. I love the collaboration. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. So, okay, so let's get right into this. But first, most importantly, <laughs> I am, of course, drinking a glass of wine. Only one because I have a lot of work to finish today. <laughs> um, but I, I like to go to Trader Joe's and get this Cabernet. It's Mason Barlbalot. I don't need, I totally butchered the name, but this is what it looks like. And it's a great, very inexpensive wine, Cabernet. And that's what I'm drinking. Brian? I love it. I would normally, yeah, I yeah. would normally be on the Cabernet train with you as well. And I'm a big Trader Joe's fan. Um, I am drinking a 2023 vintage glass of Agua de Tap. And that is because I'm actually doing 75 hard right now. So I'm not going to be drinking for 75 days. Do you know what that is or hear that? I have heard of that. And that is impressive. That definitely takes a mindset and a dedication. So how is it going so far? 
Uh, today is, I am one day past that halfway mark. Uh, so I am feeling phenomenal. Uh, you know, for those listening that don't know what it is, 75 Hard is not really a fitness program. I'd like to consider it as more of a discipline program where for 75 days straight, you have to do a number of tasks to build discipline. And those include no drinking alcohol. You have to drink a gallon of water a day. You have to do two workouts per day. One of them has to be outdoors. And uh, you need to read 10 pages of a self-development book and also stick to a diet. So it's really, I think, it's forcing me to, be, to become a better man in such a short period of time. And if you miss just one day, one task, one ounce of water, you've got to start over. And I was going to make things twice, so I didn't stick into it. And I, I feel entirely transformed. I'm so proud of you. I love it when my friends find something that they're passionate about and stick to it and just go badass on it. So good yeah. job, Ryan. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. It's a big accomplishment. I'm very proud of myself for sure. It's, it's, you should be. Yes. Yeah, because I, it's probably like 1% of the population can actually do something for that long. So you... Yeah. Yay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's get to the really, really good stuff. Okay, um, okay, Brian, how long have you been a licensed real estate agent? Do you remember? I'm going on six years now in no next month. Oh, will be six years that I've been in it. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And tell me which markets you serve. So as you mentioned, I am in Ohio. I'm in the Northeast part, which kind of includes, you know, Cleveland, um, Akron, which is where LeBron James is from. That's where a lot of our claim to fames are. So really, I call it the Northeast Ohio region. Okay, very cool. And yeah. then have you added California or are you going to add California? So due to a changing in the market, um, you know, in order to be moving out to California, I would have actually been buying a house and with skyrocketing interest rates and the prices in San Diego rising 10% in a matter of months, I decided to kind of stick home, do my thing here. I got through all the classes, but decided to just double down on what I was doing good at instead of trying to start fresh. I love it because, you know, something I learned the hard way even though you've been around for a long time and you know what you're doing, when you go to a new state, you really are starting from zero and you have to go back to all the things that you did when you first started. And sometimes they kind of suck. <laughs> oh my yeah. Well, let me tell you the thing that really got it for me is as I was out there looking at houses, the houses that I was looking at for $800,000 didn't have a yard for my dog to pee in. It was dirt. And I was like, you know what? We can't do this. We're going back to Ohio, baby. Okay. So, you know, we've been here and thriving ever since. Yeah, yeah. You you kind of told me a little secret about what you're doing. So we're going to get into that. So, okay, what is your area of specialty in Ohio? What makes you tick? What gives you the most deals and makes you the most money? What's your focus? That is the biggest, easiest question. While I'd say what is making me the most money and selling the most houses isn't necessarily what I want to be doing. So it's kind of a dichotomy I've got going on. So I work with investors. So for example, in 2021, I had 112 sales and of those 70 were investment properties. Holy so smokes. <laughs> the volume is just insane. And that's actually because Akron is a hot spot. The purchase price to rent price ratio is just off the charts. 
Um, so we draw in a lot of out-of-state investors who have out-of-state money who in turn want to crank through houses. And I've just learned that by providing an elevated product and level of service that they'll just keep coming back. Oh my gosh. So referral, repeat business. That's Referral, repeat is what it's all about. But, you know, naturally with investment properties, the price point's low. So, you know, while in 2021, I did that 112 deals. Last year, I wanted to up my purchase price. So I actually, I probably did half that volume last year in it working to build up that price point. So uh -huh. it's an easy business, but I'm looking to recreate myself to incorporate more uh, pillars of business. Oh, man. Okay. So I already know what your personality is just from what you're telling me, but I need you to tell the world, what is your disc personality, Brian? Oh, my goodness. You helped me go over this. I think I'm a high D in, in I. Um, so you could probably elaborate on what these mean a little bit more. I had to go dig for my test, but tell me a little bit about myself. Remind me. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So a D very driven, just, just tell me the facts and let's move on. Let's get this done. No fun details. That's me. Okay. And that's how I think D's talk to people. So let's get her done. Yes. Get her done is the D. Yeah. Now an I, you're totally an I because you are fun you're just people person you're crazy you'll show up to anything just because you just want to have a good time yeah. you're not afraid to talk to people you want a lot of friends you probably have a million friends all around the world um yes <laughs> so so the DI is great because eyes a lot of times have trouble getting things done because they're just having fun, but the D in you will make sure you get it done. So, and I love that you're working with investors because I have to be honest, I'm not an investor girl because they're just so, just, I just want to know how much money I can make. I don't care what it looks <laughs> like. Where I'm like, don't you want to know how this feels? Don't you want to know how it's going to feel to cook breakfast in the morning? Oh but my gosh. It that's what I so love. It's <laughs> what? so long to realize they don't care about the. It honestly probably took me two or three years to be like, all right, Brian, you don't need to show any emotion. It's all about the numbers. Uh -uh. And it also took me probably another year to realize I've got to flip that switch on and off when I'm going to show $300,000 houses to non-investors. It's definitely a switch. Yep. So you have to switch between your D and I for mm -hmm. sure. The investors will appreciate your D, but the normal people will appreciate <laughs> your I. <laughs> so that's going to be fun to see how that if you, well, I don't know if maybe you're going to stay with investors as you increase your price range. Is that your wait plan? Till you, wait till you hear, wait until you get into some of your next questions. I'm going to delve all into it. Oh, do. Okay. <laughs> okay. So tell me when you first started in real estate six years ago, what were you doing to generate your leads in your business? Whew, that is a good Never? question. Um, when I got in, it was, you know, six years ago, Zillow was a lot cheaper than it is now. And back in the day, here in the city of Akron, there were not a lot of people on it. So I was actually able to own three entire zip codes. No for kidding. $300. <laughs> Unheard so, of. 
Unheard of, you know, because these are $30,000 houses. Um, I, when I got into the business, told myself, I've never seen a $1,500 check from doing one thing before. I want to do that as many times as I can. So I became the agent that people sent their low dollar deals to. And I in, enabled, or rather uh, put, in, put into place a minimum commission at a very early stage in my career. So Love even it. if I'm selling a $10,000 property, Brian's bringing home $2,000. So all the business I could and using those cheap Zillow leads, that's what really got me off the ground. So you had the mindset that I love. This is why I tell new agents all the time. A deal is a deal. Get mm -hmm. a freaking deal. Don't look at the commission. Get a deal because that will bring more deals. So yeah, to those listening, guys, the first house I sold was a $16,000 house that had a meth disclosure. It used to be a meth lab. And <laughs> That guy, in turn, has bought five houses from me since. So, like, See? you never know not only where that sale comes from, but where it's going. Yep, because you did a great job with him. What? I mean, if he, <laughs> if you're the meth agent house, that right. helped him buy a meth house and he trusted you. So, oh, that's what it's <laughs> all about. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, you were using Zillow Leads. Is that all you were using? Uh, yeah, there in the beginning, I'd say for the first year, year and a half, I was working for a, a brokerage that did property management. So I would be filling oh. rentals to kind of fill my time, but okay. I have my budget in Zillow and I take them as they came that lasted for about a year or so before, you know, I started, I actually got a client that I still have to this day that they're buying, you know, a couple hundred houses every other year. So those are people that I got and I realized I want to pour into this relationship. I don't need to work on getting quantity. Let's build the quality of these guys so we can build them up. I love that. Yeah. So you never really did any prospecting that you didn't like then. Uh, I, when I, I'd say around year three or four, oh. I got into the mindset of, all right, like I want to sell more houses. I did the for sale by owner expired gig for a while. I hired a coach. He shoved it down my throat in a way that just did not sit well with me. He didn't work with me and my work style. So I didn't like doing that, although I was very good at it. Well, of course you were. So <laughs> that's interesting. You did not like how he was training you. And because of that, you just couldn't get it to work. Yeah, he wanted me every single morning. Brian, you have to be up at 6. If you haven't woken up at 6, you're a failure. You need to print off these things, put them in a binder. You need to be mailing. Like, it just was not my thing. This guy had been in the business 40 years. He's used to doing it all pen and paper. And I'm like technology 101. So it just, it was not a good mix. So I had success for those two years in doing it, but I, I didn't like it. And okay. I've never, I've never been like a CRM guy to stick in there and be repetitive until probably about a year ago. Oh, yeah. CRMs are important. They're not so fun, if, especially if you're an I. You yeah. have to be a C, and then you're really good at those. But mm -hmm. that's so interesting. Did you ever feel like you just wanted to quit the whole thing when he was teaching you the system? I, you know, had I not been locked into a 12-month contract, I would have quit. <laughs> but, you know, when you're locked in, and that's what they're teaching you, you know, you got to stick with it. So if anything, I'd say it hardened me um, yeah. to learn more about that stuff. And yeah. I'm seeing benefits from it today, years later, now that I've come to terms with the way that I need to do it. Okay. So 
That is so important to make sure everybody knows, like you have to be so careful of who you're listening to. And if it just is not speaking to you, just don't do it. Don't invest all the money. Yes. We all want to be badass and we want to be the next amazing agent, but uh, I had the same experience. I had someone telling me I had to make a hundred phone calls every day. And I was like, no. (laughs) And I almost quit. And I mean, uh, no. Yeah. It it was those times where I realized, wow, maybe I'm not cut out for it. There are a lot of ways to make money in real estate. And if you ever feel that someone else is having success doing it one way, but that doesn't fit you, well, that just tells you, all right, that's not the avenue for you. What other options are there? Yep. Yes. Great advice. Mm -hmm. So were you doing the Zillow leads along this class with the class? Uh, along with the class, no, at that time I, you know, I wanted to get better at the for sale by owners and expireds because I wanted to move to a non-reliant on advertisement model. So I only paid for advertisement in the first two years of my career. And only this year did I start paying for Google ads. So I've really been referral based. And if you want business, you've got to call the people that are lowest in the funnel, which is the expireds and the for sale by owners. So when my business needed an injection, I knew it was time to pick up the phone and start making calls. Okay. And how do you do with that? Do you like doing that? I, you know, I, I've got some better scripts these days and I've got, you know, Google leads. I've, I've hired an ad manager since then. And I have people being funneled into my website where instead of paying hundreds of dollars for leads, I'm paying $4 a week. And yeah, so it's, it's become a lot better. And my personal favorite uh, script to use lately is that I have a goal script. And this is great for the people that like I've sold houses to that are friends or family. And it goes a little bit like, hey, you know, this is Brian, your realtor. How's it going? Oh, it's going good, Brian. And (laughs) I'm actually calling. I have a goal. My goal this year is to help 100 families buy or sell a home. And every time I sell a home, I'm actually donating $250 to the United Way of Akron. who do you know who would benefit from buying or selling a house or who's mentioned it? And you'd be surprised that by presenting your goal and then asking for help, how many people are like, Oh my gosh, yeah, Brian, Hey, why don't you call these people? They, they need you right now. So that's been my go-to script. I love that script. I think if you can show some vulnerability to your past clients and friends and family, they do appreciate that because that is not easy to do. I've never been good at, Hey, it's Brian, your realtor. Like, uh, how's everything going? This gives me a pointed read, not a pointed, but a purpose to call them. Hey, I'm calling not only to check on you, but Hey, I'm actually doing this awesome thing. And can you help? And I've noticed that our energy is either going to repel people or it's going to attract people. People are going to either absolutely love what I'm doing, Brian. I want to help you in any way I can. Or they're going to be like, dude, what? And do we really want to be aligned with the people who are saying, dude, what? No. No. So it's, it's really showing who those raving fans in my business are. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if you are helping someone you don't like buy or sell a home, it's a long dating process and it's horrible. Oh, yeah. And you end up really hating each other when it's finally over. So don't waste your time with people that you're not vibing with. It's just bad. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Give them to someone else for a referral. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. You and I could talk for hours and hours, but Chatty I Kathy. have to cut it at some point. 
So <laughs> I have one final question. Yeah. This is my favorite question. Oh boy, what do we got? Okay, so let's say you're sitting across from little Brian six years ago when he just got his license and he's got his new lunchbox and his new shoes. What are you telling this kid to get him through what you know is coming for him? What's your best advice for brand new oh my baby realtor Brian? Number one, find a mentor. Ooh. Mentorship was huge when I got started. The guy who actually sold me my first house was my mentor when I got licensed. So he was willing to teach me anything I needed. And you want to find someone who's open and likes teaching. Not everyone is built to be a mentor, but when you find a good one, they're worth their weight in gold. So that's number one. Okay. And then number two, and man, I, I can honestly say I probably would have made another half million dollars in my career had I done this. And that is keep a CRM. Anyone you talk to, just keep their name in a database. Whether you have the systems now or not, you will one day. Yep. And you want to have their information so you can send out occasional emails with hot stuff to maybe make those connections again. Yeah. And your yearly calendar magnets. <laughs> yeah, that's the calendar magnets. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> keep going. So one and two. Yeah, I, I'm really going to say it, it's the number one and two. And if I had to throw a third one in there, it's know your scripts. Uh, oh, no. If there's anything you can do when you wake up tomorrow to set yourself up for success, it's it's going to be finding a set of scripts, uh, objection over ob objections to overcome and just practicing them. It's 10, 15 minutes. That way, when you're out on a listing appointment, you're on a call. Oh, my gosh, I've heard this before. And you're going to have an answer right there. And I think having that confidence by practicing those scripts with yourself out loud and also reading them, it's the people, it's going to come across to whoever you're working with that you're confident, you know, what you're talking about. So have confidence in yourself and build it by practicing. Amen. That's great advice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So I know someone is going to pick that up and run with it and have a huge success because of that advice. So Good yeah, job. I, I hope you do. And if you need any more details or you want scripts, I do have a folder of scripts I would love to share. Uh, I am coaching with Jeff Glover right now, and he shared his personal scripts with me. I would love to share those with anyone looking to get more resources. So if anyone uh, wants those, feel free to reach out. That's so nice of you to share that. Jeff Glover is definitely a giver, too. He just gives mm -hmm. it all away and... He's yeah. had a lot of success doing just giving it away. So yeah, absolutely amazing. Yep. Well, Brian, yay! This is Thank awesome. You. Time flies it, by. I know it went way too fast. So you'll have to come back. Um, I have many other ideas and topics that I want to talk about. So you have to come back. Awesome. Deal? Awesome. Well, yes, I swear? definitely want to be coming back. Thank you so much for having me, Rebecca. This is an awesome experience to have. Awesome. We'll go have a huge 2023. We can't wait to see how it turns out for you and how it's bigger and better than 2022. And we'll see you in the next hot tub. We'll see you in the next hot tub, girl. We'll catch you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.